Welcome, Professor Jane Perkis. Thank you so much for joining me on Stay in the Loop with Lucy this morning. My pleasure, Lucy. Thank you for having me. I wondered if you can explain to us um, a little bit about what epidemiology is. Okay, so epidemiology is the, it's really the study of public health. It's, it's, um, it looks at the distribution and determinants of a range of health conditions. Um, and so it looks at um, uh, some of the risk factors that might lead to poor health, but it also looks at some of the protective factors that might um, lead to good health. And I guess what we're about to talk about shortly is thinking about some protective factors, thinking about um, ways that, in this case, a documentary might be really good for men's mental health. It definitely starts the conversation, doesn't it? Yeah. Is what's so exciting. And the, the documentary is the result of a major study conducted by by you. Is it not? Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Um, so, so I, well, I guess the, the documentary is a confluence of a few things. So we have a big epidemiological study going, which is called Ten to Men, where we're um, following 16,000 men and boys um, and looking at changes in their health over time. And one of the things that we found looking at the adults in that study was that um, uh, extreme self-reliance, so you know that one of that stoicism that's often associated with traditional views about masculinity, that self-reliance was associated with suicidal thinking in men. So um, that's important, I guess, because self-reliance is obviously a good quality in lots of circumstances, but maybe too much of it means that men, and, and women for that matter, um, who are too self-reliant might perhaps um, be less likely to turn to others for help, to turn to their mates for help or to turn to professional services for help, um, and just to talk, talk about things generally. So, so that study was a trigger for the documentary, certainly, but the the documentary also had a number of other sort of drivers. Um, we worked with Airs Films, um, who have made the documentary, a fantastic bunch to work with. Um, and Gus Warland came on board because he's um, just the ideal man for the job. So mm -hmm. November funded us to make the documentary. So Airs and Gus made it um, with some input from us kind of content-wise. And our role was mostly to evaluate it. So we've done a randomised controlled trial of it, which is pretty exciting. There's not many other... Well, in fact, we have found no other examples of documentaries with that kind of um, aim of raising awareness and perhaps changing the way people think about things and starting new conversations. We haven't found any examples of where those kinds of documentaries have been evaluated in such a rigorous way. Absolutely, that's extraordinary because I, I think mostly this kind of research lends itself to qualitative where you're asking about people's feelings and how they respond and how yeah, they feel. Yeah, that's right. The randomised control trial makes it much more rigorous, it's much more accepted um, as that's, being something that could make a difference, is that correct? That Absolutely, that's right. So a randomised control trial, not, not everybody may be familiar with what that is, but it's the way that, for example, new medications would often get tested. So... You, you would test a, a new drug against a placebo drug. So in our case, we tested Man Up against a control documentary, an unrelated documentary, and we randomised. We had 354 men come and participate in our trial, and we randomised half of them to view Man Up and half of them to view this unrelated documentary, which was about brain training. And we looked at whether 
man up made differences for the men who saw it compared with the men who saw the other documentary. Um, so, and I'm going to cut to the punchline, but the answer is it did. So we were we were very excited that it was such a good news story. So, for example, um, Man Up looked like it was associated with um, changes in men's likelihood of seeking help if they were, in, you know, facing tough times, um, and also their likelihood of encouraging a mate to do the same and that's that's oh. pretty significant we think that's huge that's huge and that's as you say i'm excited too that is the fact that we can change the trajectory for adults yeah. to do that because what that means is that they then become the role models for the younger generation to see that it's okay to do as well absolutely that's right and we did we certainly did do some of the more qualitative stuff you're talking about as well so those who saw man up we asked them about their immediate reactions to Man Up and we asked them a month later too about whether they'd made changes in their lives based on having seen Man Up. And there were certainly lots of great comments. People were very moved by the documentary. People um, saw the connection between um, uh, that sort of uh, very traditional um, way of viewing masculinity and um, perhaps not being so inclined to talk to others. Um, and and our participants were, were just incredibly positive about the whole thing. Oh, that's fantastic. I I look forward to that coming out. You know, all your research and you write it up. I can imagine it's going to actually be a pleasure to do because it's a really good news story. It's isn't a it? really good news story. It's great. Makes a nice change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, there's probably lots of other um, similar documentaries that are you know that have that sort of transformational. Um, aspiration about them and you just never know whether they make any difference or not but but in our case we've been able to show that that it did make a difference and the thing that's really great about it is because because Man Up will be shown um, so it runs for three episodes will be shown starting tonight on the ABC and for the next two Tuesdays um, if the viewership is good and you know we're hoping that there'll be a pretty big audience we'll be able to generalize the findings from from our smaller study to that population of viewers. So that's great. And they're, they're just the starting point for this conversation. They'll be, they'll be their friends and family who they talk to who may not have seen the show who may also come on board with the discussion. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. And through social media because there yeah. are conversations that happen there, people encouraging other people to just get talking. It's, it really is an extension of... Of, of really breaking down that self-reliance and making it a positive thing to be able yeah. to go out and, and, and look after yourself and be a decision maker, but at the same time know when you need support. That's right, absolutely. So um, my, one of my concerns, and it has been for a few years, is whether we're so entrenched in those ideals and beliefs about what being a man is and you know, using coining your phrase, the extreme self-reliance, whether it's so entrenched that it's possible to change it in a generation, but when you talk about the research findings, maybe it is. You know, I maybe think it is. is. Yeah. I think you know, it's it. We we were pretty amazed. We, we you know we were very hopeful that the documentary would have a good impact like this. But you know, people said to us, you know, it's just a documentary. It's three hours that people might see over a few weeks. Can it really make a difference? But it looks like it really does. 
Mm. And but I think maybe the ongoing conversations need to happen to sustain that change and to to really um, to really make a big difference. That's what I was going to say. There has to be there has to be the follow up, doesn't there? The, the yeah. conversations and the organisations that actually start building up role models who walk the talk, like Gus Warland, who's Absolutely prepared like to Gus be. Warland. Yes, he's prepared to be vulnerable. He's prepared to be sensitive, and yet there's no questioning that. He's a strong man who who is perfectly capable of leading a meeting as well, you know. It's, oh, absolutely, absolutely, mm. that's right. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. I I really hope that in the future, when maybe when you're a bit further down with writing up the research, we can have you back to to discuss it more. Absolutely, I'd love to come back.